Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to Rosecast, the number one Bachelor Recap podcast hosted by Mel and Rachel, uh, best friend duo. AB, hometowns, what'd you think? Loved it, Rim. Yeah? Huge fan of this episode. Few of them felt like real hometowns. They did feel like real hometowns. I didn't really miss the actual hometowns, now that you say that. I In the moment, when I was watching it, I didn't really miss it. I thought the I thought the conversations and the dates were good. I agree. And did a good job of making me feel like I was at a hometown. I think it was also the best episode for one of the big gripes about the season is we feel like we haven't gotten to know anyone involved really. That was <laughs> the contestants and Matt, and I feel like we learned more about everybody that episode. So I like Agreed. Definitely one of the reasons I liked it is we just got to know these four women uh, and their families, and I really enjoyed it. Start of the episode, Matt's working out. Did you know Peloton offers more than just a cycling workout? You What's can turn on the there, screen <laughs> and do <laughs> guided workouts and free weights, so it's starting at just $39 a month. <laughs> Peloton. Listen, I did not know that. I was very interested in what he was doing. He was doing it seems a, like a good deal. He's doing a floor workout. It seemed awesome. They'll, they'll, I think they charge you for the extra equipment. That's how they get you. Chris strolls in to give the hometown speech. Just an update. In case you're wondering, the pandemic is still going on, he says. So <laughs> we're not going to your hometowns. But we already brought in, quote, the people that mean the most to you. For Serena, that's her mom or dad or sister. For Rachel, that's her mom or dad or sister. For Michelle, that's her mom and dad. And for Bree, that's her mom, baby sister, and best friend Bree. This is when it gets serious, Rim, okay. according to Chris. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> finally, finally starting to get yeah. serious. <laughs> I noted here, Serena P. seemed a little checked out on the couch. Just something to note. I didn't note that, but I can believe I noted, it. Noted here. Checked out. She didn't like her the most recent date leading to this, so. I was watching closely because of what you said last week. You thought she was trying to leave. So I was watching her closely this entire episode. I noticed, I just noticed she didn't really care about Chris being there. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle's first up. One other thing I wanted to note, Rim. Yeah. The girls were all tearing up um, about their family coming in here. And I don't think 
maybe we're not giving enough credit for how much emotional stress the bubble season is. Yeah. You hear you heard about the NBA bubble and how it affected all these guys with their family not there and just being in one place for, you know, months on end, being in a hotel room and the emotional toll it took on them. I imagine the same things happened to these to these women uh, being quarantined and in this bubble away from they they probably don't have their phones. I wonder if they took any if they gave them any leniency on like phone stuff or letting them face their have family. Given, yeah, phone stuff maybe. I, I had a question about that and I want I wish we knew more about the situation that they're in cuz this could have been uh you know well uh, it's tough. no it's no different than normal except that they don't have the access to the stress relievers that come along with exactly. That's the fun stuff that go along with the regular seasons. They're away from their families for months in a regular season yeah. and presumably without their phones. I remember one season they made a big deal out of someone like they showed them what was in a magazine years ago. They're like, yeah, <laughs> here's a magazine. Like it was paraphernalia. A regular season is stressful. I imagine to begin with as they're away from their families, but this would be even more cause they're not going anywhere. And eventually it just feels like you're cooped up in one place, which I'm sure a lot of people have felt through this pandemic, but I'm not weeping for these people, no. (laughs) (laughs) But I know I get your point. Yeah, Michelle's got a little. Oh, uh, if we're gonna, I don't think this matters, but it's tradition for people to look at the leg wrap greetings, especially at this point. I was looking. Leg wrap, jump and kiss, just should be noted. There's different. There was a lot of leg wraps, but they were approached differently. Do you have something to to say about the different leg wraps? Well, we're going to go through each of them as it happens. I'm not doing them all now. But Michelle, traditional leg wrap, jump and kiss. Good leg wrap. Okay. She's got a little bike ride planned for Matt. Baskets on the handlebars, fun, straight out of a movie, fall colors, holding hands. I thought this was fun. She said her family in Minnesota went on tons of evening bike rides, uh, which is where this kind of came from. Beautiful. Beautiful setting down this windy road. For her second activity, she's got a little classroom set up. Now, I was when they showed the door that said Miss, what's her last name? Young? Young. I expected, okay, we're doing classroom activities. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you what it's like when I teach. Thought that would have been cute. I did not expect the class, some of the kids to be on Zoom, which was even better. Yeah, real, I This like felt this. like a real hometown experience. It really did. Yeah, I enjoyed this. What'd you have on the question session when the kids... They were grilling him, Rim. They were grilling him. Uh, A couple good ones. Are you going to give Miss Young a rose? Uh, They put his feet to the fire a couple times there. Have you guys kissed? Are you going to have babies? How many girlfriends do you have? That's my favorite one. (laughs) How many girlfriends do you have? He couldn't answer that. Uh, (laughs) Matt couldn't answer most of these questions. No, it was was athlete answer, Matt. (laughs) Someone goes, are you going to marry her? He goes, we're in the process of figuring that out, (laughs) taking a week to week. A lot of them had these Team Miss Young shirts on, so I wouldn't rule out um, prepared questions. I don't think these were off the dome (laughs) for the kids. (laughs) I think there's a little bit of preparation going yeah, on here. Yeah, they were prepared. You uh, can't have... I don't, I don't know. know. I didn't want to offend anybody with that I couldn't that tell what but. age these people were, these kids were, but you're not going to just get free reign questions to some kids Nine? like that. No way. These fourth graders, you're not going to just let them, let them loose with a the question. Uh, Matt 
is very luckily is very good with i think this is about the age of kids he works with so he was good with these kids he was uncomfortable that could have been if you got a guy who like never interacts with children he'd melt into the pressure (laughs) yeah Yeah, it would have been i actually would have preferred that but matt unfortunately (laughs) was good he was good and it ended with one of them read a sweet note that miss young wrote to her Mm -hmm. just a sweet just a very nice activity this is cute and all the kids give the big two thumbs up at the end for matt unanimous double thumbs up unanimous (laughs) thumbs up i went back and looked just to make sure it was unanimous it was uh everyone supports matt and michelle he did a good job afterwards they go outside little playground there's a lot of lunch they had sack lunches? Yeah, it was right underneath oh, them. It was fake sack lunch is fake. They weren't eating those. That's too bad. It's like a juice box. There was a juice box, uh, apple, and a, have to have an and apple. a sandwich. And they didn't eat any In the of sack that. lunch. None of it eat. Yeah, they were like sitting. There. It was under them. It was just a prop. No big deal. Just to be noted. Note that. My, my takeaway was there's a playground on this resort. Like a child's outside of school <laughs> yeah, playground. Yeah. You could, any, they could show me anything. Anything could be at Nima Colon and I would not be. <laughs> Honestly, what you could is have anything. going on here? How big is Nima Colon? It's humongous. It's got, every, it's got everything you could need. They had a class. That's, I feel like that was, they didn't have to set that school up. That's just a school that's there for yeah, some it was people. Oh, those, you mean like the chalkboard <laughs> yeah. and all that? Probably. Yeah, it's just there. Anything could be at Nima Colon. Do you have anything on this conversation? They uh, seem like they match, not just their shirts, but their demeanor. The shirts did match. Uh, Michelle mentioned how important it is for her significant other to care for kids like she does. And Matt and Matt checked that box for her there. Uh, it seems like these guys got a lot in common, Rim, and they have a good time when they're together. I don't know what to tell you. I thought so, too. She's, she says she's falling in love with Matt, mm-hmm. but she's worried. About, and this was a commercial like teaser. She's worried about the possibility of her family not liking Matt. I don't think any, I can't imagine, unless Matt is drastically different well, in real life, I don't think anyone meets Matt and is like, I don't like Matt. I don't like you, that guy. Yeah, no, Matt's not a guy that people dislike. And Maybe the families can, don't think he's there. They're going to get engaged, which sure. is likely. But no one's going to be like, I can't stand I hate that, that jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Rim, back to the sack lunches. Did you bring yeah, sack lunches as a kid? Or were oh, you a gosh. hot lunch kid? You're jogging my memory. I was mostly a hot lunch. What about you? I was a hot lunch every day. It's better. It was hot it's food. <laughs> Why would I want to bring this cold? Hot food lunches for are fire. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. What's your favorite hot lunch? Real quick. Uh, Italian, Italian dunkers. Italian dunkers. <laughs> okay, that was that was quick. Italian dunkers. Which are I didn't those know. Bosco was like, sticks. What do you call no, them? No, no. It's uh, what's an Italian. Dunker? I didn't know what they were at the time. Later on, I realized that they were just the hot dog bun split. Melt, put melted cheese over the top, and then you dunk it in marinara. It was just—it was just like okay. what people did with leftovers. Were treated as like the number one. That's lunch. your favorite school lunch. Yeah, I love marinara. Was Italian dunkers. <laughs> Are you bread. laughing at that? Because yes. everyone loved Italian dunkers. That's... I've never even heard of Italian what dunkers. Uh, I like the mashed potatoes with the turkey. They had like a mashed potato turkey type deal. It was good. I don't think people liked it that much. There was gravy on it. It's like gravy, mashed potatoes, and like turkey. For Thanksgiving, or was this like turkey. every Tuesday? No, this is every couple weeks you had this meal. I can't even remember what it's called, but it was fire. 
Interesting. Yeah. Public school, living large at public school. Who yeah, we that? really did. You just had <laughs> leftovers from the public school is what it sounds like. I don't like. remember. I don't have a lot of memories of that, but I do remember Italian dunkers. Nighttime date, okay. Michelle's parents excited to see her, naturally. Uh, this starts by her ex- brief rundown of kind of how silly her entry was on the show. Hey, I came late. It was a whole big thing. I missed two rose ceremonies. It's kind of bullshit. Even it's even more. You know, you thought I've been here since the beginning. Well, I haven't. So this whole no, process I, yeah. is even more ridiculous <laughs> when you consider the even shorter timeline. Yeah, I barely know this man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we like each other. It's going as well as possible, but it, it's been the even timeline, shorter than you think. It's been the even timeline shorter. is alarm is going to be alarming <laughs> for you. Okay. I'd say unacceptable. This is Michelle yeah. talking. <laughs> uh, Matt shows up with bags rimmed. Have you ever seen that before? He had two bags and the and this is to every date. He had gifts he brought something for the other day. people and flowers for the mom. I like the move. They didn't they didn't show us what was out. in them. I would like to see what's in those. One time, one day he brought a big old Teddy stuffed bear. animal. Yeah. Who was it for? Why did he bring it? That was for the baby. That was for the baby, I assume. Maybe. The three-week-old baby, it seemed. I mean, (laughs) humongous stuffed animal. (laughs) Michelle's with her dad first. He's concerned, Ephraim is concerned, that Matt could be in love with multiple people. Michelle brings this up, talking about why she likes Matt so much. He's creating these hydroponic gardens for inner-city kids, she says. Mm. That's pretty cool, A.B., yeah. And a good connection that they have. Absolutely. Maybe that should have been emphasized at some point. Something like this. Maybe some <laughs> things about Matt should have been emphasized. That Matt's- Other than he knows Tyler Cameron throughout the season. Matt has a lot of great stuff. And that's one of the big thing, big problems people have and we have with this season. Is they're not giving us, they're not giving us the good stuff of Matt. Matt's got, Matt's awesome. And they have showed us nothing about him. That's a, I mean, this is every season they do this with the lead. Yeah. Someone in the mailbag put it succinctly, which was the lead. They often make the leads who come on previous seasons. What they were on their previous season is their whole personality. We don't learn any. Peter yeah. is a pilot, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I just it's a it's it's a bummer that we not only do we feel like we don't know a lot of these contestants, we don't. If if you were to ask a casual person, a viewer of the show who's not on the internet all the time, you'd have to do your own research. What do you know about Matt? They'd be like, "Well, doesn't he do the th- something with kids or something?" And that's about it. That's like <laughs> yeah. all they'd know. Yeah, because they you don't talk to, about it. You have to do your own research if you're going to find out about the leads nowadays. Sad. Yeah. Dad asks if she were if he were to propose now, if she would say yes. She says yes to that question, not the proposal. And then some vague references to a previous relationship that ended poorly. Do you have anything on this, AB? Uh, no, just big fan of uh, of Ephraim. Do you have it? What about their? What about his conversation with Matt? Gets right to the point. He said, "Are you in love with her or not?" Hey, cut, After a long answer chase. from Matt, yeah. <laughs> cut to the chase. Love with Matt? Her? What's Matt. the deal? What's going on here? Matt says he hasn't told her that, and won't until he means it. But he says he is falling for her. Now, he doesn't even say falling in love. He says he's falling for her. That would be alarming. If that was me sitting in that chair, had that been me, 
I would be alarmed. I would say, okay, well, I know about the love pyramid scale, and that's really low on it, Matt. What's the situation here? This late in the game? This late in the game? You're just falling for her? Not even... Everyone in these chairs should be alarmed. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. for the record. Yeah. Everyone in these chairs should be alarmed at what's going on. Uh, he also asks him, what will you do after this is over? And Matt says he's open to moving to Minnesota and doing whatever it takes if he... if him and Michelle end up together, which was nice to hear. I, I'm not sure if that was true. I don't I, think that's true. I don't think that's true, but <laughs> yeah. I, it was nice of him to acknowledge that, I guess, because yeah. a lot of times yeah. they don't even acknowledge that the lead lives somewhere else or yeah. the, the contestant lives somewhere else. So I, that was nice. Yeah. Mom and Michelle. Michelle starts crying because mom asks, do you think he's the one? Here was my takeaway from the mom and the dad. Both of them seem really sweet. They do. They're going to, you know, support Michelle. They're probably not thrilled with this whole situation, but they're not going to be jerks about it. I think both of them express their concerns in the form of questions, but not mm -hmm. in a way that would make Michelle feel stupid for feeling this way. And on paper, you know, it's hard, it's unbelievable what is happening with Matt and Michelle that they're on the verge of engagement potentially and they've known each other three weeks and she was mm -hmm. late and there's been so many other people involved and still involved <laughs> on paper it seems ridiculous but they didn't make her feel yeah bad I hear what you're saying for example her mom asked like does it seem too fast does it do you think he's getting there so I was I like their parent I liked their parents a lot I fully, fully agree, Rem. I really was okay. a big fan of these two parents uh, I don't know what her name was I don't think they gave it to us it was uh, I didn't I didn't see it on the screen. I'm sure but she yeah, has I a name. Yeah, <laughs> I really did like them. Uh, I I noted. I thought Michelle seems really. She was breaking down talking to her mom about Matt. I think she's pretty head over heels here, Rem. I don't disagree. Uh, afterwards, they play some basketball in the driveway. This is what made it seem like a real hometown for me. Yeah, because it, it was like a house. It was just a regular house. I don't know where they were, but it, they were just at a house with a. <laughs> basketball hoop <laughs> they, in the driveway. A, <laughs> driveway. Well, yeah, I, Strange I resort. Strange resort. I need to know more about this resort and all the accommodations. Uh, Father of the we bride. We didn't, didn't get a lot of the hoops rim, but no. I could already tell Michelle, little handle to her. Uh, smooth jumper. Really smooth. Shooter's touch. Uh, can go with either hand. That's all I gotta say. Not bad. Uh, I hope they end up together. They kiss after the game. It was like it was like out of a movie. I don't know what to tell you. I don't think they're gonna end up together. Is my prediction, but I hope they did. I hope here. they did too. She's the person. She's my favorite right now on who I want to win. Okay, and would and would be very happy if she does after the game. I think they're a fabulous match. After the game, she says she's falling in love with him. They kiss. He does not respond with words. A B. Yeah. Which I felt was kind of weird because he was fine telling others in the camera, I'm falling for Michelle. So to not do anything. He, he just told their dad, too. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think that's a good sign. I thought she was going to say she's in love with him also here, but oh. she didn't. She said, I'm this is there was a big lead up to it yeah. with her talking to the camera and stuff. I thought she was going to say, I love you. She just says, I'm falling in love with you. And like you said, he doesn't say anything. The music afterwards was grandiose, but mm -hmm. it seemed to me like bad. Was. It was a bad reaction from Matt and a bad yeah. news for Michelle is what it seemed Hopefully to me. Hopefully it was just a, they cut what he said. 
That's all we can hope. Unfortunately, we have to keep saying that (laughs) this season, but I agree. (laughs) Rachel Hometown, daytime. Uh, Plymouth Prowler, did you recognize that car she was in? I recognized it, but I didn't know from what or why I knew what that car was. It It was was a big thing. Well, those cars are, those came out in like 98. The big whole deal, Plymouth, I'm not even sure Plymouth is a brand anymore. (laughs) But apparently that's a classic car. I remember when those came out and it was like, this is the future of automobiles. Those cars look like this in the PT Cruiser. It's like, this is how all the cars are going to look like. How cool that is. (laughs) That thing's cool. No leg wrap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Noted. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Noted. Uh, her big pitch for the daytime portion is that trust is important, so she blindfolds him and drives him to the airport where they skydive. Mm-hmm. Whatever you think of this date, and generally we like skydiving type dates. Of course I do. It doesn't have anything to do with her hometown. Noted. Agreed, but I... But you like these. I like this. I don't, I don't want this to... I don't want you to come off... It's just weird that there's no here. attempt to yeah, tie I mean, in there, her hometown. I don't know where she's from. Where's she even from? Georgia. She, uh, Georgia? Okay, yeah. This had nothing to do with anything. There was no connection to her hometown, which is the whole purpose of no this. No peaches, nothing. Uh, but I still... that All that being said, I like this. Uh, you say that these types of dates where you face a fear together bring the two people closer together. together You're 100% right. This one... Probably even five times more so. Way more. Way more. Well, listen, the the skydive instructors walk up rim. I'm gonna need to see that kid's credentials okay, right off agreed. the bat. Right off the bat <laughs> rim. Are you kidding me? This kid, he's got like the he's got the kid's sunglasses on. He, he looks like he just woke up, <laughs> rolled out of bed. I need to see the paperwork before I'm getting in this plane with this kid. We got no way. We got a mailbag text from someone whose husband is a skydiving instructor. I will read that shortly. I can't wait to hear that. Well, it's, it's I a, need it's to see the license. <laughs> I need the license. So here's the thing. They skydive. Matt and his instructor, they're skydiving. Matt and his instructor, they land gently, softly on their butts. They they basically, they land and they sit comfortably. That's how it's supposed to go. <sighs> well, that was crazy. They're fine. That was fun. Yeah. Rachel and her instructor come in super Holy shit, hot at an angle, at a <laughs> hard angle. The way, well, you could tell when they landed and they cut up and like Matt turns around to look at where Rachel is and she's, I don't know. 100 feet up or whatever. Yeah. The wind is pushing them all over the place. They were wild. They were out of control before they even were approaching the landing. Um, they sl- So they slam on their hips. They land on their hips. <laughs> they slam. Okay. They and the instructor, slam. like, the instructor rolls on top of while Matt's running. Yeah. The instructor rolled on top of her. Just, like, make sure if no bones broke, we got to break some of these. The instructor. This is the instructor's fault. We can agree on that, right? We'll find out what the text says, but yeah, agree on it that. wasn't Rachel's. <laughs> Obviously, it's the instructor. The instructor's the one who should take the brunt of that. <laughs> instead, I feel like he leaned her into it, Ooh. so he didn't take anything. It's like when uh, Dwight gets in the back left seat behind the driver when Jim drives him somewhere, because he's like, the driver's <laughs> always going to protect his side. That's why he yeah, wanted to sit back that's here. That's what he was doing. <laughs> that man was protecting himself. Rachel's a little shaken up, but she pops up pretty quickly. Probably shouldn't have. This is adrenaline. This is like <laughs> when a, a football couple, player gets concussed. I have, a, I have a couple things I'd like to point out, Rim. Number one, the kid b- just breaks out. He takes <laughs> off as soon as this happens. Well, he probably went to get into an ambulance. 
if there was ever a need for an ambulance on this show, I it was feel right like here. Him and his dad Someone just fell just... out of the sky. <laughs> it, a couple things. Him and his dad skedaddled, left, just got out of here. Are you telling me we... it was a, a father son duo? How is that not a father son duo? I didn't duo? notice how young the other that guy was. It had to be a father son okay. duo. All right. It had to be. We need, so there needs to be a lawsuit here. <laughs> That's why they left. They didn't want the lawsuit. Those guys don't have insurance either. I can promise you that. So there's that part of it. Number one, the kid just takes off. Just unhooks and is out of there before she's even up. Like, didn't check if she's okay or anything. He's out. Didn't see the other guy either. The old, the dad. This was bad. We're just going to consider them father's son at this point. That's what I thought the whole time. (laughs) These fugitives took off. Didn't check on the person that they almost killed. The second thing. Second thing. I didn't see enough, uh, alarm in anyone or like any hustle from anyone to get no. to Rachel. I was really confused by this. It, it seems like there should be people sprinting to Rachel to see if she's all right. Matt was like the first one to got to her and he kind of jogged to her. There are a couple people I saw. I watched it back. There are a couple people walking to her. It's like, did you not just see what happened out there? She slammed into the ground. <laughs> Slammed, and usually if they over, they overdo that because you want the yeah. footage of the scary moment, but no, there's nobody and to be the, found. <laughs> and then no one really like one guy kind of brushes the sticks out of her, like he he walks over and then eventually brushes the sticks out of her hair, and then they just like no one checked on her or anything to check if she has a concussion or <laughs> it was just Matt sitting there with her after a little bit. I mean, I imagined it was like getting into Very a car concerned. crash for Rachel. It's like getting <laughs> smashing <laughs> her whole body. Um, let's before we move on. Before we get to their conversation, here's the text that someone wrote in. Where are the medics? That's just my question. Know. Where are the medics? This is from Sarah M in, M- in Minnesota. My fiance is a skydiving instructor with over 1,300 skydives and over 300 tandem jumps. Wow resume all right you want to talk about resumes <laughs> rim you want to talk about resumes what happened to Rachel? those are the credentials i wanted from that kid like yes. how many jumps you got give me the numbers 40 40 all tandem <laughs> listen to us mocking the like we've never done this in our lives we're disparaging that this kid guy. i can do die. it better than that kid listen if i'm crashing towards that ground me on rachel's back i'm gonna handle it better than that kid did. i think i would have too without any without any type of training i'm handling it better i'm landing on my back i'm turning i'm landing on my back okay i'm just gonna do it like the first guy did it that's what i would do <laughs> land perfectly <laughs> Here's Sarah M. Okay, in, in Minnesota. What happened to Rachel looked like an instructor error. You never mm-hmm. land while turning like that. He wanted to be clear, her fiance. He wanted to clear the air so people knew skydiving is safer than that. Thank you, Sarah M. I'm sure it is. Listen, Rim. The other guy landed. Ah, <laughs> this has completely ended any chance of me skydiving in my life. This is the second time on reality TV I have seen an accident just like this where they are hurling to the ground way too fast. I don't understand why it happens, but I'm out. What? Who's? What's the second one? Uh, on the challenge, one time Naturally. in a final, they did a skydive to like enter the final. Like you skydive down, yeah. and then you were going to run cool the show. final. Well, Jordan, <laughs> one of the goats, yeah. was skydiving, and he he, he just came in way too hot and his legs like smashed into the ground and he so almost not couldn't compete? Re- no he got to co- he he like walked it off but apparently it took a couple hours 
for them to like regroup because he had hit so hard <laughs> on the ground and his adrenaline was still running and everything. But he he did the final. But this again, this is the second time I've seen this exact scenario where someone is skydiving with an instructor and they come in too hot and smash into the earth. I'm out. That's too too Never many. will do it. Uh, yeah. One, maybe I, I could forget about that. Two, I'm out. Sorry. Remember when Batman in Dark Knight drops that guy off like three stories and he lands yeah. on his feet and goes, Krr. that's what I thought happened initially. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly no thanks. what I thought. No thanks. Not worth it. <laughs> Not interested. I'm out. Uh, Matt tried to kind of make this about like, whoa, what if you died? Yeah. You don't Matt know what was... you got till it's gone. What did you think of this? <laughs> I liked it. Uh, Closer than ever. It's it, definitely closer than ever. Seemed a little, little dramatic. Maybe talk about it a little bit later. Like, she's still sitting there. She's First woozy, of all, yeah. I, again, I just can't get over how it was just Matt sitting there. Why would, what, <laughs> what was going on? She was still attached to all the stuff. It's like, where are the people? We're not where in the clear the, yet. Where are the producers? <laughs> it just wasn't the time for this conversation yet. A concussion test should have been administered. <laughs> Absolutely. Here's a quote from Matt. He says, it's a different feeling when you're falling in love and the thought of losing you set in in that moment. So... I mean, lock it up, really. He's He won't even say the yeah. F word to Michelle, who seems like a terrific match. And here he is talking about, like, I didn't want to lose you to Rachel. I didn't realize how strongly I felt for you until that moment. It was a good speech. It might have been his best speech in a moment of crisis in prom two. It was good. Yeah. Rachel hometown nighttime. I just want to point out that as soon as I saw that kid, I knew something was going to happen just <laughs> like that. <laughs> Rachel, hometown nighttime. Dad Daryl is concerned at how quickly this is happening, and with good reason. This is crazy, Daryl, but play along. He'd be surprised if Rachel were in love already, and he doesn't mm-hmm. see how someone would propose this soon. Quote, what's the rush? The TV show is the rush. That's the thing. You have to, we have to do this soon. Yeah. This is a TV show. It's rushed. Neil Lane is only not on vacation for two weeks a year. We need to get this done while he's free. <laughs> what do you have on Rachel and her mom? Rachel says she's never seen a red flag. No concerns with Matt. None. Doesn't see any red flags. Uh, Rachel then talks about how rough her landing was. Like, you should have seen this instructor and what he did to me. Mom laughed there. it off. Like, I was like, yeah. Mom. She stared death in the eyes four why hours aren't you, ago. <laughs> why aren't you confronting some of these producers for putting your daughter in harm's way Did they here? Help you? <laughs> uh, she also mentions, Rachel mentions how Matt was when she took the big fall, mm. uh, took care of her, comforted her, exactly how she wants her husband to react in a moment like that. Um, completely sold her mom. Rachel's dad, Daryl, outside with Matt by the fire. Classic parent concerns. Says, I don't see how you can get to that point in just a few weeks. Seen this once, seen this a million times at hometowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt says, I've never connected with someone on the level that we've connected on. Keep that in the tickler file for later. I know, that's noted. You noted that? Okay. Yeah, he that's said noted. That. This is Rachel's <laughs> that, hometown. That is noted. Okay. <laughs> Uh, dad's extremely skeptical. Here's my impression of Rachel's dad. <clears throat> That's Rachel's dad. A lot of throat clearing <laughs> and a lot of like, can't mm. believe I'm doing this. <laughs> can't believe we're here right now. 
He Ugh. says, to me, it'd be difficult to really care for someone when you're seeing other people. That is a very understandable st- statement. That's that's totally understandable. But And let's say that Matt cares for Rachel way more than everybody else. To ease Daryl's fears here, or any any lead, any scenario like this, he, the, the lead would have to admit, yeah, but like, wink, wink, nod, nod. You don't have to worry yeah. about that because she's the one. He can't mm-hmm. say that. So it's, no. these are bound to go poorly, these conversations. Absolutely. Which is the great part about hometowns, really. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And by the end, uh, Daryl, still not convinced. Usually it's like, oh, you know, as long as you love my daughter type of thing. No. No, he's not convinced. They just walk away quietly. <laughs> Daryl and Rachel. Um, Daryl kind of hits her with the re- real talk here, Rim. He says, the way, I, the way I see it, there are four girls, and none of them want to get their heart broken, just like you. Every single person. This is real talk here. Yeah. Every single one of them is Hello? in the same situation <laughs> you are. Do you think... Do you think he doesn't feel these same things about... Or is saying the same things to them? Rachel says... She doesn't want to be naive, and then she says something extremely naive. (laughs) (laughs) She says, he's really not telling all of them the same things that he's telling me. I really can't see that. Well, Daryl was like, I'm sure he's doing, you know he's doing this. You know he's, (laughs) yeah, like, you know, this is, he has four hometowns. He did this yesterday with somebody else. He's doing it tomorrow (laughs) with somebody else. You know that, right? (laughs) Outside, man, Rachel, what did you make of Matt saying... He didn't feel right asking her dad for his blessing, which Rachel mentioned she hoped he would do. He didn't want to do it just to check a box, and he doesn't want to have that conversation with four families. How did you interpret that comment? He didn't mention asking for permission to anyone else. Yep. Which I walked away from this conversation thinking Rachel is the winner of the season. I did too. And I cannot get away from that it's hard there's it's hard for anything to change my mind the, here the clues have been there the whole way yeah they played it up like rachel's disappointed it's what if you know he's matt's yeah. whatever no it's not this it was is. good news because this is very brought good it up at all you know yeah. what i mean yep he didn't mention anything about that with anyone else yeah matt does uh when they're leaving the family his dad goes in for a handshake. Matt goes for a like a bro dap hug. Yeah. It didn't go well. Bad, bad. How, what was the result handshake. of the execution? You know, when you're two guys are going for the opposite yeah. things, it's just an awkward like. Here we so go, how did here. they save it? Who? Nobody saved it. it I Matt oh. kind of just being the taller, <laughs> overpowering man got the hug. Few chance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Daryl. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. Patreon.com slash Ribbon AB. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bree Hometown Daytime. She's got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Jeep in the middle of the mm-hmm. forest, lime green. Hops out, leg wrap, hug, and kiss. Initiated by Bree. What'd you make this uh, date, AB? Uh, don't forget, these two have already been on this path off-roading, and Matt almost killed them. Was it the same path? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I don't know, probably. <laughs> uh, Bree does the driving. Uh, it seemed dangerous, we'll but yeah. seemed fun. Yeah. Seemed fun. Would have been a lot more fun with the top down. One man's opinion. I feel like, uh, what's your thoughts on mudding in general? I feel like missed opportunity by Rim and AB yeah, not no. going mudding in our lives. I don't think I've ever, nothing comes to mind. It sounds fun. Seems awesome. It would be you nice had a to Jeep. do. You had a Jeep. Not, not this kind of not Jeep. Not this kind no. of Jeep, but a, no. you know, this is dork Jeeps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you had a dork Jeep. And I, I feel like never did a huge missed opportunity by us not going mudding. Sad. Bree apparently did it a lot growing up. Yeah. So she was comfortable. They squeeze in some good conversation during While this, muddy. which I appreciate. Well, Bree was keeping it like not too dangerous. Like Matt, Matt was whipping it around when they did their part. Their day. <laughs> was she was, she was just, <laughs> she was just under control. She could have a conversation with them while they're doing this. Throughout this date, and I'm sure if you went back and looked through the season, you would find Bree to be really intentional about getting, you know, getting to know Matt more. Mm-hmm. Making yeah. a real effort. Like the focus is not time, but what you do with the time with Bree. Absolutely. Which I like. Um, anyway, their conversation, they talk a little bit about how they both grew up in single parent homes, mm-hmm. which leads to Is your mom here? Yes, my mom's here. He's gonna, he might be tough on you. What'd you think about this, AB? Bree, uh, Bree said she had some reservations because she can't give them the conventional family that'll be meeting. Uh, and she she says she just hopes that. What he meets today will be enough. Uh, Matt obviously puts her at ease, like you said. Good line here. He says something about uh, whatever family you have is the perfect family or something yeah. like that. I don't remember the exact line. But I got the good. line. I got the line. You got the line here? It took me a long time to realize that my family is perfect because I had a mom who loved me and a brother who would do anything for me. Good, good line. line. Good line. This went really well. With the, yeah. Great conversation. Like yeah, absolutely. Anything else on this date? No, I don't think so. Nighttime, Bree. Oh, there was a funny line in there. Bree and Matt are talking. He said they said he's been working since he was twelve. Just always had jobs growing (laughs) up. Twelve? Twelve seems too young. That seems too young, labor laws wise. Fourteen. Fourteen is the youngest I've heard. Twelve is. But (laughs) it it, it was at his. It was at a like a Christmas tree farm. Maybe it was like you know the buddy whatever your family friend owns it. You go there, get make some extra cash. I mean, we did we did jobs for money before we were when we were kids. We weren't official employees of companies when we were twelve years (laughs) old. I don't know. I said it like he's an official. (laughs) That's what he did. I was moving up in the organization, really proud of it. But then I had to go to high school. Bree hometown nighttime. Uh, this is the gigantic, huge bunny rabbit, Donnie Darko bunny. For some reason, <laughs> <laughs> didn't look like a happy bunny. 
Well, they don't. I mean, they just have one gift shop they're working with here, Rim. <laughs> Probably sold out. They didn't. They're not replenishing it during yeah, the pandemic. Not, yeah. Brie has a best friend named Brie who looks like her also. I had forgotten that they said earlier that this was her best friend. I f- thought it was her sister based on how close, how similar they looked. Just taller version. A lot taller. Yeah. Brie's mom, Lauren, crying happy to see her. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, brand new baby sister. Because remember from their mm-hmm. first one on one a long time ago. And the way it was explained, it was like. Brie was talking about how her and her mom have drifted apart in their relationship because yeah, she was, was like, I forgot about I that. found out my mom got engaged and is now pregnant when she explained that story. I forgot about that until now. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I just uh, I had noted here. This is an interesting situation in how close. Her her mom had her when she was 13, I believe, was the I thought it was 15. Somewhere okay. pretty young, pretty young. Yeah. Um. So she's not him. Her and Matt aren't that far apart in age. Yeah. So this was an interesting dynamic that I was looking forward to. Yes. Uh, based on how young she was. Because Matt's 29. Bree's 24. So that would put him him and her mom about 10 years apart, mm-hmm. which is not all. You don't see that frequently. On no, it's usually like 30 hometowns. years apart. <laughs> um, Lauren, the mom. Started off with I'd call it what I'd characterize as a snide comment. Got it yeah, all. I'd say she got off on the wrong foot. In my came, opinion. She came in. Now I will say I think that was just her sense of humor. She's being a little sarcastic, a little funny, but it came off it a mean. little rude. <laughs> it was a little rude. Yeah. Bree's friend Bree was like, "What have you guys been doing?" And then Lauren pop pop jumps in and goes, "Well, we, we know what Matt's, Matt's been doing. doing. Dating. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's the bachelor. Your daughter went on the show." <laughs> Everyone here knows the score. There's no need to be rude about his position in the situation. Everyone yeah, knows it. I hear you. And then when Matt says his first date was, it was just a little bit of a, when Matt says his first date was, was with Bree, she was like, oh, was it? Like, okay. What is, yeah, yeah, I what bet it was. Mean? I Who bet it was, shit? Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a shit about Rex, that, Lauren? Matt? <laughs> He's trying to be nice. Just trying to, he hasn't done anything yet. Here's Lauren and Matt. You would say that. <laughs> oh, please. I roll her eyes at him. And I, hey, I get that she's protective of her daughter, like all yeah, parents. But absolutely. it just, wait came a off, couple came minutes. came off a little rude. I will <laughs> admit that. Wait a couple minutes before you start firing the bows. Lauren and Matt, what do you make of this conversation? The dynamic you were looking forward to, A.B.? Matt says the le- I noted this here Rim. this was um, something to note agreed we've been noting a lot of things hopefully so- <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they come to fruition something okay. comes of this he says the level Bree and him connect on is different than the way he connects with any of the other women that seems like a big deal to me Rim. I don't know the way you connect with someone it seems like something you'd want in a partner is that all you're gonna say about that yeah what do you have to say that's the same thing he said to Rachel's dad. Hmm. Said I've never connect never connected with someone on the level that we've connected on. Okay. That's what I thought you were pointing that out for. It's the no, same thing. I did not piece that together. The wording is exactly the same there. <laughs> Mad to uh Bree's mom, the level that we connect on is different than the conversations and connections I have with other women. Saying it's wow. different. But it's kind of he, the same thing. I did note here Matt's doing what he did with all the girls 
now with the parents in that he's giving them comments that makes them think their daughter has it in the bag. Like Don't worry all about the, it. the girls think. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Setting them all up to hate him at the end. He I think he kept a lot some of them at arm's length. When she asked, Are you in love with her? He says, I'm falling for her. Yeah. I thought he had a different he had kind of a seriousness about him here that he might not he didn't seem to have with the others. He said absolutely when she asked if he saw Brie in her life. Mm-hmm. I thought it went pretty well, given how I figured Lauren felt about the situation going in. Yeah, I thought it went okay when she talked to Bree, when Lauren talked to Bree yeah. later. Segway. It seemed to be that it went even better than we thought, because her mom seemed to be completely down with the process after. Oh, okay, you thought when, that. Yeah. Okay. It I couldn't like tell her, as much. Seemed like her seemed like her mind had changed, uh, and she was okay with this now. Maybe at a certain point, parents just go, it's whatever. there's nothing I can do here. <laughs> What's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. She says, uh, talking to Bree, when you have a connection and you feel it, and you know they feel it too, it's something special. And she's talking about how, yes, it's it's go, it's go a fast process, but when, you, when it's there, it's there. So she's kind of so she's on backing up. <laughs> she's on board with everything at this point. Bree and Matt afterwards. One other thing about Bree's mom. Yeah. One of the other parents also, I liked how realistic they were being. Um, she says, worst case scenario, we're mending a broken heart together. I almost feel like on this show, the breakups, you you kind of forget that they're going to be fine. All, all these people are going to be fine. Like it, it's part, always... Yeah. It's always worst case scenario with these breakups. I've noticed at, on this episode, a couple of the parents were like, yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, you're, you're going to... You, you'll get over it. You, you're going to break up and then you're going to be fine. Like, you're still a great person. It's, 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 it's not probably, the end of the world. I think they're hinting at it's probably going to happen. Like, you're probably not going to end up with them and it'll be fine. We're going to be fine here. That's a good call. And all the parents are talking to the kids three of whom are 24 years old. This is not yeah, the end of the world if you fine. don't marry this guy the, from the TV show. Bree's mom also urges her to be vulnerable and open up, which I liked as well. Anyways. Bree and Matt afterwards. This surprised me. Bree says, talking to my mom and my friend gave me a new perspective. For a split second, I thought she was going to say, I don't think I can go forward with this. Because mm, the, the, the delivery just felt like <laughs> this could be bad. But she feels comfortable enough telling Matt that she's falling in love with him. What do you make of Matt's reaction? I, I'm a little confused here, Rim. Didn't we? Didn't she already do this? I feel like she did this. She might have just said falling, not falling okay. in love. Okay. Yeah, d this didn't move the needle for me, this, okay. this conversation. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I, I felt like they've already been close to this level. It didn't seem like they, this was taking another step up. Were you surprised by Matt's reaction? He said, thank you for sharing that tonight, which isn't great, not, considering not, what not he said to Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Serena P., hometown, daytime. I've committed to this bit. Um, Matt hugs and lifts Serena. Okay. Which is just necessary for the height difference. Then she wraps her legs. She was not running. To, it was not a sprint and wrap. Was An it uncontrollable enthusiasm. She wasn't even walking. He walked to her. She was stationary. 
So he lifted her up and then it was a rap. Unvoluntary Serena P rap. She wasn't going to rap. She was she was not going to rap. Not going to rap. Okay. If he didn't lift her up with the hug. And it's, you know, she didn't she wasn't sprinting toward him like they always do. This kind of goes back to what we were saying about her wanting to go home could really take it or leave it in terms yeah. of this take it or leave it was her attitude. <laughs> let me just go through the motions here with <laughs> yeah. Matt. Oh, you're going to lift me up. Let me wrap my legs. Yeah, I oh, suppose yeah, I forgot, that's yeah, what we do. Bachelor, yeah. <laughs> uh, Canada, Canada trivia. Canada trivia. Mm-hmm. Are you fun. ready to become a think? real Canadian? <laughs> What'd you think of this, A.B.? Uh, I liked it. I felt like she could have got a little bigger budget to make this a little better, but it was fun. It was basically, they had some food dishes. Mm-hmm. They had the Canadian flag everywhere, including on the television. Shout out to the intern who came up with that idea. I was like, we could just put it on the TV, and the older producers were like, oh. <laughs> Dan, can you figure that out for us? They ate some poutine. I didn't. I couldn't have told you what poutine is. Now that I know oh, what it is, I'm it? not intimidated by it, and it just seems like a regular thing. No. I feel like that made its way to America within the last Probably. couple years here. I've had it a couple times. And pea meal bacon. Never heard of that. I have never heard of that in my life. It looked like ham surrounded by something. Corn some meal. sort of crunch. They rolled in cornmeal. Yeah, no thanks. They were dipping it in maple syrup, which... I oh, would, I didn't notice that. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah, in. they dipped it in the maple syrup. It looked good. It looked really good. How many provinces and territories does Canada have? Me? I don't know, Rim. Can't even guess? No. You know, like, Quebec is a province? Yeah. How many of those? Uh, Rim, I have no clue. Sad. I can't even give you a a starting number. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't talk about a couple other things they ate, by the way. Beaver tails. I missed that. That's fried. It looked like a fried type of dough, a little bit skinnier. Then a donut. Everything they ate here looked fantastic. But yeah, yeah. comes in a. I looked up a couple things on these ones. I didn't know what they were. A variety of flavors. There was like some raspberries on top. I think they might have dipped that in the maple syrup too. It looked really good. It, it might have had some sugar on top. And then uh, Ooh, some beaver s- tails like pastries. Okay. Yeah, they're pastries. Dope, like fried dough pastries. I see uh, one here with Reese's Pieces as a topping. I'm interested. Yeah, I'm extremely interested in these beaver tails. But then they also had some bars that looked delicious. Uh, looked like some sort of chocolate and maybe a pudding in the middle. Uh, yeah. Nanaimo bars. It said on. I don't. I'm. I'm sure I'm butchering that, but <laughs> yeah. uh, those look great too. Everything looked good. What'd you make of the hockey outside? Uh, Matt stinks at hockey. Those long legs. Too it's long. like a freaking deer on the on the <laughs> ice. Just legs going all over the place. They got two uses out of this hockey rink. That's pretty good. Yeah. Remember yep. they had the thing. Now it was melting because the sun was out. What people <laughs> apparently are learning now is that you. Ice, even when it's cold out, ice melts in this when it's under bright sun. You gotta, you can't forget about the sun, folks. <laughs> and they kiss at the end, which was a weird thing for a couple of pals to do. What'd you make of this date? <laughs> I wrote here, they have an extended makeout on the ice. I'm not so sure she's gone, Rim. That's what I wrote here. Yeah. Nighttime, Serena P. I thought Serena was the obvious fourth place person going into this, but some of the things Matt were saying was saying was indicated that 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 might not be the case. So let's talk about it. He said he was beyond nervous to meet Serena's family and quote, I could see myself spending the rest of my life with her. I know he says a lot of these things a lot, but that surprised me. Now, here's the thing, though, Rim, when you said that they are she's in fourth place, I don't know, at least the way I took how you were saying that wasn't that Matt thought she was in fourth place. I think you yeah, th- just thought she's out. 
Because if you remember, Serena did get a second date, so she's obviously one of his favorites. You know? That's true. No All one right. else has had two dates. This is her third date, in fact. So she's always going to have a leg up on everyone. That's true. In terms of him. We got Dad Bill and Mom Rosna. Dad Bill asks, one of the things, or what was your impression of Serena? Your first impression, because they were talking about how she did the stepladder bit. Mm-hmm. Matt said, one of the things I was hoping to find was someone who was normal. I don't know what he meant by this. <laughs> they all had a good laugh. I, I don't know what I didn't think he probably misspoke, but it, everyone yeah, was relaxed and making fun of it. What do you have with Serena's mom and Matt? Rosna seemed great, Rim. Uh, they step outside. She asks, Why Serena? What is it you like about her? Specific questions. Specific. Specific. She says she he says she's smart, beautiful, has her head on her shoulder heads on has her head on her shoulders and doesn't take crap. Every time I leave a conversation with her, I want to get to know her more. That's good conversation right there. Uh, Rosna asks, do you know how she feels about you? Matt says he has an idea, but he's not 100%. She seemed to me like, yeah, maybe they like each other. Yeah. But skeptical of them being on the verge of engagement. I think she says to the camera she's not sure if Serena will be able to get engaged this quickly. Serena and her sister, Talia. These families are beautiful, by the way, Rem, and that needs noted. All these interracial families are absolutely beautiful. They're all good families. I yeah, like good them. families. Serena tells her sister that she's falling for Matt. She does. I don't think her sister buys it, and she's pretty upfront about that. What'd you make of this conversation, AB? She asks him, "Do you love him?" Straight up. Where are we at? Uh. She she kind of came off as a little bit of a bachelor fan here. You know you need to tell him you love him right now, right? And do or die. Do you love him? Yeah. Uh, Serena's sister. I thought out of nowhere, uh, but maybe she knows her. She obviously she knows her better than we do. So she said you don't seem smitten because I think you're in your own head. I don't. I, I, I didn't feel like there was enough to gather that, but apparently... They'd only been together a few minutes since yeah. she walked in. <laughs> she, she knew right away, though. She says there's... To me, it seems there's something missing. And when she said this to Serena, Serena's face was like... It was like she was coming to the realization that she can't marry. Yeah. She's not going to get engaged to Matt. I got kind of confused on it. I couldn't tell if Serena's sister was telling her... Because she mentions, like, you're holding back... Uh. And it seemed like she was, at some point, she was kind of telling her to not be in her own head and like, you know, the the type of thing. You're yeah. you're sabotaging yourself. But then other times she's like, I don't think you like him at all. I just got confused on what exactly <laughs> her advice was. Serena and her dad, I didn't have much here. This is where Serena, this was post talking to Talia. So she's starting to have doubts and her dad was just like mm-hmm. a sounding board. I don't know if he said much unless I missed yeah. it. No, I don't think so. Serena and her mom. This At this point, her mood has changed. It's bad. Totally. Yeah. You don't want this type of mood. Mom tried to uh, kind of, I think, try to get her to realize what Serena probably already knew mm-hmm. was that this is unreasonable. What'd you think? She says, I don't want to have Serena talking to Rosna. I don't want to have any doubts if I get proposed to clearly talking about how she has doubts right now. Uh, Rosna, just trying to get to the bottom of it. Do you enjoy your time together? Is he intellectually stimulating? He makes you feel good about yourself? Yes, Specific. yes, yes. Yeah. To all those things. But, but, but 
<laughs> Serena says yes to all those, but something is causing me deep doubt. And she couldn't put her finger on it. Her mom makes reference to a previous relationship. Yeah. And that, Serena starts like crying. One thing you don't want is for your ex to make it far on The Bachelor because then they'll get to hometowns and the parents would be like, remember how shitty your last boyfriend was? And then that guy's just at home like, hey, it was mutual, wasn't that? It was a mutual breakup. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you never want that to happen again, that guy. Yeah, you don't You don't want an ex to make it far on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. That's a fact. <laughs> the goodbye from the family was like, well, you know, sorry you didn't get the job. We'll keep you in mind for next time, but best of luck, pal. <laughs> it was very even. all right. Talk to you later. I don't we'll think anybody keep your resume their, on file, yeah, pal. I don't think anybody was like, "We're saying goodbye." The next time we'll see you, you'll be engaged. This was, a, this was a we'll never see you again. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. That didn't go as well as we thought. You seem nice, but I mean, Serena and Rosna in their conversation with Serena just sobbing in her arms. So that's not a good <laughs> sign for this relationship. No. What'd you make of the conversation between Serena and Matt outside? Who uh, could not have gone worse? No, couldn't gone worse. <laughs> I mean, Serena's talking about how there's a time limit to all of this, basically saying she doesn't know if she can get there with him. Uh, not, it's not going good. I have a lot of thinking to do. Is not what you want, to hear, what you want to hear from one of your final four after no. hometowns at all. Nope. She also seemed a little put. I think she was. I think maybe even this might have been the deal breaker for her was. Matt was really calm when she was talking like this. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure if this is possible. And Matt was just kind of even keeled about it. He wasn't. He didn't freak out. And I think she maybe wanted more of a reaction from him than she got. So Probably. Yeah. All right. 20 minutes left in this episode, which leads me to believe someone is choosing to leave before the rose ceremony. That's how I took this. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Something else is happening here. Something else is happening. This isn't a twenty-minute rose ceremony. <laughs> no. Chris shows up um, for a chill convo on the outdoor furniture in the woods. It's a sit-down chat with lamps set up just in case they go late into the night. If it goes along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Chris tells Matt, "You know, listen. It sounds like you and Serena aren't on the same page. You have to figure that out before you hand before you give out another rose." So Matt visits Serena. She's sulking alone in her room. She does not look. She looks like she's getting ready to break up. When you when Matt walked in the door, I think you probably should have knew what was going to happen here. Matt drives down to Serena's place. I don't. I don't know the. I still don't understand the accommodations here. Three oh four. She get her maybe. own room. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. He knocks. I noted he just walked in. Rim. I don't like that. Maybe wait for them to open the door. Or say come in. Well, there's camera people already in the room because they showed her. Uh, I don't care. Close up. (laughs) Uh, Manners are manners. You you wait for someone to say, come on in. Now, the door is cracked, so that gives them a little leeway. (laughs) But knock. Wait. Don't just knock and let. What's the point of the knock if you're going to barge in a second later? (laughs) There's no. You got to negates the knock. The knock wasn't needed if you're going to just barge right in. Uh, But yeah, she's sitting there. I mean, this is a, she was sitting there in a breakup pose. Like she, it was, this was over. It was a breakup face too. Yeah. She was not. She didn't smile, beam when he came in. No, it wasn't. There was no. There was no embrace. Really, it was no. just let's sit down and get this over with. The weird thing is, I thought Matt thought she was like 
on the fence and that he could talk her out of this. This was this conversation was going to cement them and well, they would says, move forward together. But that's he says something interesting here. He says he's and I think like you like you were saying, he's trying to convince her uh, that you are really one of my top people here. Uh, you are the person I've spent the most time with. Yeah. Uh, and he could see a future and someone he could hopefully share a life with. The most time with. That was an interesting comment. I think, I thought so too, but I think it's just she had two one-on-ones. And that's really. Yeah, I mean. It, the, it, it, it came off like I make sure to spend time with Serena that's he, every that's time That's how he possible. said it. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's just she had two one-on-ones, so she's. Numbers wise, yeah, <laughs> she's got the most time. Matt's, um, where, where are we here? Uh, Serena P lets a huge ex- exhale out. <laughs> oh. Let me get started here. We had such an obvious connection and things were so great for with us, but, another but. Then I talked to my mom. I think you also know we've had moments where I've struggled and had doubts I think when I became aware of those feelings is when I talked to my mom. I was able to sit there and say, you have everything I want in a husband, again, but when it came to actually being able to talk about my feelings for you, I really struggled. I, at this point, she's just not that into you, Matt. I'm sorry. The big phrase here that was different than usual, I don't think you're my person, which is a brutal way to say... Usually the a contestant yeah. when they choose to leave is like I'm not there yet. I don't think I can get there. We're not I just the don't pit. think we're she the... was like it's never going to happen with me and no. you Matt, well, you're you not the guy a, for me. You could give me a year of courtship and I'm not fall- <laughs> this not isn't happening. working. Not happening, pal. No amount of one-on-one dates is going to change this. You don't see this happen to the bachelor. No. Getting broken up with this late in this way in a clear-cut Clear cut, like nothing. I'm not coming back. Don't look. Don't be looking. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, Rim. I'm not coming back. It's over. Uh, Matt was speechless for a, a speechless. good while. Because Absolutely he had, speechless. I think he had uh, things to say, a, a plan going into this, and this this wasn't what he was expecting. Plan. Yeah. He, I mean, he was looking around like, wait a second. This wait, isn't wait, what's wait, supposed wait. to be happening Candid to camera? me. Y- y'all didn't, y'all didn't, didn't tell me. He's looking to the producers like, y'all didn't tell me that this, I'm supposed to be doing the heartbreaking. And you know they're telling him like where she's at because Chris asks questions like, "Hey, do you think so and so might be thinking this?" Even though Matt wasn't around when the person expressed that feeling, so they probably they knew that Serena was going to break up with him, and he was probably like taken aback that he wasn't warned. <laughs> Chris, I just talked to you. Why didn't you tell me? You should have told me. This serious. <laughs> Matt doesn't say it. He's just like this stinks. Yeah, <laughs> saying this stinks. <laughs> this stinks. <laughs> I think his brain was broken by this. This sucks. <laughs> it took a while. He finally came up with some sentences, <laughs> and he says, "You want to? You know, you want to?" I think he softened the situation first. She probably yeah. she felt horrible, and he was like. You know, this guy knows how to do TV breakups. So it took him a minute, but yeah. he got it together and he was like, you know, now you walk me out. That's how he this said works. This stinks three times. <laughs> Matt, this man got walked out rim and placed into the, the breakup van. He I don't know take, that I had to take the thing home. He was in Serena's car. I don't know that I've ever seen the bachelor have the breakup moment where they're getting driven away and he's having the <laughs> camera from the front post yeah. back, focused on him in the back. <laughs> Uh, hey, he was crying to the camera later. Uh, this reaction, I the man's heartbroken. Rim. It surprised me, but I also because I, I, I guess I forgot that Serena was the one who 
I God. figured would want to go home, yeah. which he was, turned out to be. But I forgot that maybe Matt... I went into this episode thinking Serena's probably going home. I forgot that maybe Matt likes her as one of his two or three favorites. Yeah. So he was bummed out about this. Why did he get walked out? This seems... Like I don't know. Now that we're talking about it, it seems weird. <laughs> it's very weird. I mean, like... like her stuff's already packed. This time hap- This happens all the time where they go to the someone's place, and then it's always the bachelor walking the other person out. She walked him out. I guess it's because she's doing the... Whoever does the breakup <laughs> walks them out, and they get in the car. I've just never seen that before. It is weird. It was weird to see Matt in the back of the Tahoe. Yeah, back crying. of the Tahoe. It was the moment you see from the final four or anyone yeah. later in the season when they're leaving the show. Let's go to the rose ceremony. So Matt's biggest fear, as he tells Chris, is being heartbroken at the end of this. And he hopes these final three will accept these roses, which is now a greater possibility he feels than it was before. He shows up to the rose ceremony and he says, the fact that Serena's not here means that she couldn't see herself as my wife, which is a weird thing to say because you're saying it was her decision. So one of you is about to get a rose by default who mm-hmm. otherwise would have been sent home. He, by saying that, you're saying Serena was like going to get a rose. I'm convinced she was getting a rose. Yeah, I do. Convinced. I think that too. But now he's telling them. He's telling the final three. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't think he should have done. No, definitely shouldn't have. Here are the roses. Michelle, Rachel, Brie. You take something into those rose or- that rose order. Do I? Yes. Um, Not really. Brie does. Brie Big did. <laughs> See, I didn't because there was no pressure on these roses. He could have given them out whatever whatever order he wanted to. There's yeah, no one not getting a rose. So it's it, the order didn't mean much to me. I'm not. I'm not. I agree. I'm not concerned as as, as concerned as Brie was, at least. If 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 um, Serena were there and someone got the last rose, that would make you feel like it was between me and her. But yeah, there's no the order doesn't matter here. I there was an interesting part there where before he shows up to give out the roses, all the girls, are, the three girls are there and they're kind of talking amongst Whispering. each other. Wait, uh, hey, did you you see her at any time today or anything? Yeah. It's usually they all show up. They aren't staying in the same place anymore. After hometowns, they get flown back in, do the rose ceremony, and then they jet off somewhere else. This is an interesting situation in that they're all still there. You know, <laughs> did you see her at breakfast? Breakfast, at the yeah. breakfast. Did you see? <laughs> and also, did, like, are all the parents still there at all this stuff? It's just an interesting situation there. Like, are the dads all <laughs> hanging out for breakfast? I hadn't thought of that. There's, I have a lot of questions about this whole a lot of questions. setup. Uh, next week. So that's the episode. Next week's the women tell all. Can't wait. Um, the gloves are coming off. Yep. Uh, I'll summarize ex- it for you. Not excited about it. Uh, me neither. I'll, I'll summarize it for you now. Okay. Victoria actually isn't that bad. Matt has a beard, and people you forgot about try to get in the good graces of viewers by trying to over the go over the top of each other, <laughs> saying well, no. They're trying you're to get the on big, paradise. Remember? Yeah. Trying. Well, just trying to be like. A person who left on night one or two is going to be like, have some things to say about Victoria, who did most of her damage (laughs) after you left. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I agree. Anything else on that episode? No. I think Women Tell All is in combination with Fantasy Suites episode. If if next week is just Women Tell All, I will be livid. Um... 
Yeah, I could see it going either way. Okay. Because I watched that part this week, uh, and it, it to me it seemed like it was women tell all only. That's just they they even Chris is doing his little voiceover and he says we'll pick back up where we left off or something like that. No, in two weeks I swear he said something like that. I got the feeling women tell all only next week. That's the feeling I got. And then in two weeks. Matt's journey to find love continues. Well, see, I am preemptively pissed. Here's the mailbag. 773-234-7794. Last week's question, which was a great one from AB, describe your dream musical guest scenario. We got some good creative writing type things, a lot of new people. We got a lot of submissions, and we got a lot of new people writing in, which we like to see. 773-234-7794. Listen up, AB. It's story time. Noel from Buffalo. Steam, quite literally and figuratively, fills the air as Matt, or whoever our lead might be, gets cozy on a one-on-one date in a wood-burning hot tub, or perhaps a hot spring when we get a season with travel again. The tension is palpable, and one might say, it is most definitely getting hot in here. Suddenly, Nelly rises from behind <laughs> the water vapor and busts into his hit anthem, Hot in Here. He was just one of the finalists on the most recent season of Dancing with the Stars, so he's in ABC's Good Graces. And a band-aided face gets lots of people would love to see. I don't think he does the band-aid anymore. Thank you, Noel. <laughs> Mary from Wisconsin. Picture this. The lead and the date are holding hands walking along a beach after enjoying a fun date. They are sipping tropical drinks and enjoying themselves. They come upon Sean Kingston. He is singing a okay. mashup of beautiful girls and fire burning, and a few beachgoers are dancing along with him. The lead in the date join in and are taught a choreographed dance. Sean oh. brings them on stage to help them sing Ayaz's replay, which he helped write and has been known to cover. I think Sean, this is a huge Sean Kingston We're thing. Here. A full concert? <laughs> I think Sean Kingston is a great choice because songs. he has a lot of recognizable songs that people still play at parties, but he does not have many recent hits, so we would realistically say yes to an invitation to perform on the show. Thank you, Mary. That was great. Paige and Philip from Atlanta, Georgia. Giggling, the lead the lead and Tristan with two wives round the corner and feign surprise at Neutral Milk Hotel. The producers feed the lead Jeff Magnum's name, who says they're a huge fan, even though they were born in 1998. The couple confusedly sniffles in a circle, shuffles in a circle, as a band of recluses play the song Pre-Sister Swallowing a Donkey's Eye, an ambling dystopian soundscape, like a sonic funhouse mirror that distorts your sense of self. After 13 minutes and 40 sec- 49 seconds of, like, <laughs> trying to get into the mood to make out, the song ends and the couple claps politely. Jeff Magnum stares at the couple unblinkingly until they just walk away. Cuts a commercial. Thank you, Paige and Philip. Camille from Seattle. Picture this. Katie and one of her top contenders walk into a crowded, intimate concert setting and suddenly Get Your Freak On starts being played by Missy Elliott. The, the surprise when they are fully expecting something more intimate and slow would just be too funny. But I could also see Katie being such a good sport about it if she is bachelorette in parentheses and having a great time. Extra points if this date happens on the fantasy suite date. Missy Elliott would be a hard get, but she's been around a long time and I could see last year being tough for gigs, so not impossible right now. Thank you, Camille. These are all realistic, and I'm loving this. They're all realistic, yeah. Some of them aren't. We'll get to those later. Okay. Is Chris this from Dak. Is this the best question I've ever asked? Question yes. mark? I, when you ask it, I'm like, yes. <laughs> this is going to be hilarious. <laughs> Chris from Dacula, Georgia. Picture this. 
<laughs> Is everyone actually saying picture this? Yes. That's why I included them in a row. Multiple people were like, picture this. I had to do it. But this one's actually good too. And the proposal in final, after the proposal in final rose, genuine singing differences okay, or, jagged, or jagged edge singing let's get married. Wow. The latter seems more fitting, but either or would be great. Hopefully the next round of contestants aren't too young to not fully appreciate <laughs> these genuine legends. genuine going to sing in those jeans? In those jeans. No, differences. Oh, okay. Is what is, yeah. Well, Hopefully, the next round of contestants aren't too young to not fully appreciate these R&B legends. Spoiler alert, they are. They are, and it's sad. (laughs) R&B has basically disappeared from the landscape as a mainstream music genre. We grew up in the golden age of it, and I won't hear otherwise. Thank you, Chris. Allison from North Carolina. Smash Mouth. Imagine it. You're walking through a dark hallway to hear the roar of the crowd in the opening bars of All Star. You and your date burst through the door. The energy in the room is unbelievable. You get on your raised platform and jam out to the best song ever written. Smash Mouth moves into I'm a Believer, and you get the romantic makeout song with a touch of Shrek nostalgia. I'm not sure I'm a believer is a makeout song. Slam dunk dig. <laughs> I was say, a good, that that's, that's a little too fast. I haven't heard that one recently, but it's not a <laughs> slam dunk day and a good break from all the country music. Thank you, Allison. Claudia from New York City. He might be too big a star, but Michael Bublé would be great. He's funny and he would have a lot of fun with it. The day would be like one of those one of the stand up or songwriting dates, but it would be about showmanship. The contestants would have to sing the chorus for a jazz standard or something. But more than that, they'd have to show their personality through through their stage persona. Listen. Go ahead. Unrealistic. The check for <laughs> Buble. I mean, we're talking. It's just and, too much. And Bu- the check's too much. And Buble would coach them on it. You see him on those those bubbly commercials, Rim. He's not doing it. He's, he's got... I have a comment about that. And Buble would coach them on it, and then he would come back for the night portion and sing everything while the winner and the lead did their dumb swang dance. A couple things. Number one, I feel like you said it can be anybody. doesn't have to be realistic. Part of your question is. Number two, there's a different... We should note there's a different between Tennille Arts singing at the end of your one-on-one after, you, after you've eaten yeah. and being the date yourself. Because Backstreet Boys were the dates. That was the date. That's realistic. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, if, if the person is the date, you can get a bigger name, I think. That's fair. Bobby from Columbus, Ohio. I did say anything's possible after yeah. <laughs> LFI. <laughs> can't, you can't say the money's too big. <laughs> if I'm trying to find someone more realistic, Kobe Calais' Bubbly was an absolute jam, but I'm afraid that the kids on this show wouldn't know how big of a banger that song was. However, the number one overall pick, and I like, we should have done this in draft format. The number one overall pick has to be John Legend performing all of me in a private jazz club. Plus, maybe they could also convince Chrissy Teigen to be in charge of a daytime runway or modeling date, and she and John could provide couples advice to both the lead and the contestant. I am almost certain that Chrissy Teigen watches The Bachelor or has watched The Bachelor. This is possible. That's big. I mean, that that's, as, that's almost as big as it Gitch, you know, like that's big. Yeah, John Legend is big. That's why he's the number one overall pick. In this yeah, <laughs> Allison from Atlanta. It's got to be Rudy from Listen to Your Heart. And then, of course, she has to walk right off the stage and join the season. That's right. You oh, heard me pulling wow. an inside job. Heather could never. Wow. I'm fully on board with that. Fully. Yeah, love that. 
Sarah from Philly, I would love to see Jason Isbell or Ray LaMontagne on the show as a musical guest and don't say they are too big because if Caitlin Bristow can have the freaking cranberries, then anything is possible. Pipe dream guest is obviously Taylor Swift, though. Joy from New Orleans. I have to correct you on the best musical act ever. It has to be the Cranberries in Ireland on Caitlin Bristow's season. They were an amazing old church with awesome acoustics. I'm still shocked they got them. In terms of my dream musical act, they might actually be able to get Leon Bridges. I first heard one of his songs on Big Little Lies and have been a fan ever since. Runner-up would be Bishop Briggs. Ultimate dream, Alabama Shakes, but I doubt that could ever happen. Are we going to act like Backstreet Boys didn't rule the world, Rim, when we're calling People Cranberries are bigger? Are like we going to call Cranberries <laughs> bigger than Backstreet Boys? Is that what we're doing right now? I just cannot agree with that. I don't know if I have it here, but a couple people pointed out that Dolly Parton was on a date That's on true. Emily's That's season, big. and Dolly Parton is a big... I don't know that she performed, though. You have to cut the checkbook for I that. I don't think she performed, but she was the date with Ari. Well, they were Emily at Dollywood, I. though. So I this know. was a promotion for that, too. I, I, just don't, I, know. That, I don't. I don't think that. I, I don't count that. I really don't. <laughs> I don't either. It's, it remains that was, a, boys. that was an entire date promotion on ABC for Dollywood. Of course she had to be there. The Backstreet Boys were the most famous people in the world at one point. I, that's right. That's all I'm saying. We can't. I'm just not going to let that slide by saying cranberries are bigger than Backstreet Boys. It's just not. That's just not no. the case. That's not true. I'm sorry. I don't think so. They either. were ruled the world. I love NSYNC the cranberries. And I love them. Ruled the world. Yep. I'm with you. <laughs> okay. We're, we're, we all we're love the cranberries. We all love the cranberries. It's just not. Uh, but they aren't equal. Facts are facts. Facts are facts. <laughs> we're all forgetting someone. And it's 416 area code. My dream performer would be Brian McKnight singing back at one. Wow. Obvious. All right. Anything on those? Boys to Men were on too. Remember? Weren't they on? I don't think so. Were they? Who? No, it's all for one. All for one. Is all that for who, one. They yeah, did the, all for one did a limo entrance. Limo entrance. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> the lowest <laughs> Couldn't remember who it was. Yeah. Seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. Do you have a Do you have a question for next week? I don't know how you can top that. Uh, no, I don't have a question. That's um, fine. I I couldn't do it. Uh, we don't even have a. Uh, we don't know what's going on next week for the episode either. Yeah. I don't want to ask who's going to win. That's uh, lame. That's lame. Um, we'll get spoiled people trying to act like they're not spoiled. Yeah. Well, I almost think no more questions this season. <laughs> and we'll we see. already listen. I tried to I tried to dip my toes back in the 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 headline headlines this week. Almost got spoiled. Like instantly, <laughs> almost got spoiled. I'm out officially. It's over for the season. I'm not touching that Good. until until the finale. Almost got spoiled so quick. Batch bracket scoring update. The standings are identical to what they were last week, even with the scoring updates. 291, Lucia B. At the top, I'm saying. I made a huge leap. Can't explain how. 291, <laughs> Lucia B. 284, Madison P. 282, Lindsay St. P., Hannah J., and Catherine L. 281, Paige P., Sarah W., and Alexandra B. I'm in 281st place with 232 points. I imagine you jumped similarly because we have see here. matching final threes, I think. I have Bree and Michelle going to the final two. I have 220 points, 367th place. Hey, a lot can change. It all comes down to a who can change. Like, hey. 
Well, I can change. Those of us that picked Virginia last year, I still we got the top we weren't two. sitting high for a while. Still got the top two here. Uh, do you want to do a quick uh, top three power rankings? Wrap it up. Oh, well, first, do you want to, uh, you can, we can comment on Claire and uh, Dale. I saw them galloping around on? town. They're, they're messing around in Florida or somewhere. Who knows? Seems like they're getting back together, maybe. Just something to note. That's interesting, given kind of the, it was a little contentious there. It, it was. Seemed, and with differing mm-hmm. statements. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, top three. Uh, Rachel one, Michelle two, Bree three. I agree, hundred percent agree. I, I, the way he talks about Rachel makes me think it's over. It's hard to overlook. But I saw that little after the show where they show they've showed Michelle two times in a row. The 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 times these guys are having. Did you see that? Did you catch that? They did the they did like the behind the scenes or not behind the scenes, but they just gave us more. You know, last week you said Michelle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The credits. They did it again. They did another credit scene with Michelle. Michelle's awesome. They're always doing Michelle because the times they're having are great, which makes me think she's got a chance, a little bit of a chance. I'll do separate power rankings. Who I want to win. Well, who I want to win is Michelle. Michelle. I would put because I think that they're the best match. I really do. All right. Anything else? We have a there's a merch sale. Mm. I told the people I'd tell you about it starting the 24th. That's today. If you're listening tomorrow <laughs> through the 27th, everything 35% off. Wow. Check it out. Uh, it's 24th through the 27th. Facebook group, Rim. Uh, people are down and out right now about this season. I, don't like to I hear think that. a lot I don't of. I like to hear that. Not about us, just about the season in general. I just want to note I feel like everyone needs to take a few deep breaths. The stuff that's happened outside of this show has sucked. But I'm still enjoying this season. Everyone, everyone, just keep watching. We're almost to the end here. I, I think these episodes are still good. It's a little icky when she's on the screen, but I'm still enjoying the show, and I think everyone else should too. I think that's a great message. Take a few deep breaths, everybody, uh, and let's just finish up this season with positive vibes. <laughs> Let's try. Let's do it. <laughs> Can I tell you this? If he picks Rachel, I think they probably broke up. Oh, well, if we're talking predictions, season predictions, yeah. I think he picks yeah. Rachel. And I think by the time we see them together again, they will have broken up. They'll have a very serious talk on the after the final rose. Yep. They'll be broken up there. Uh, if he picked her, there will still be respect between the two. Sure. It will not be contentious, but it will be it will have been an untenable yeah. relationship. And that'll be we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, didn't mean to get bum everybody out at the end there, but thanks for listening. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs>
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 